Hey y'all, welcome to another edition of the Nolcast Instant Reaction Podcast. This is your host, Bud Elliott, and I'm coming to you after a uh, 28-47 loss by Florida State at, uh, at NC State. Uh, NC State jumped out to a quick lead, uh, picking on Florida State's linebackers, and, uh, and Florida State made a pretty good effort to catch up and just, uh, just, just couldn't cut it uh, to, to a single score. Um, game played out pretty much how we expected it to. Margin a little bit more, but not a ton more um, than we thought it would be on the preview. Um, I want to talk about kind of things we did expect and things we did not expect. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about tonight is we expected some guys to uh, to sit, and indeed we we did see that. Um, I, I didn't see Cyrus Fagan play very much. I don't think Dontavious Jackson played the first series. Uh, Mike Arnold did not start the game. It was Arthur Williams, so uh, I think that was potentially something to do with uh, either you know uh, in, intent or effort or toughness. Um, now Arnold unfortunately had to come in the game very quickly because on the second series your best offensive lineman, Cole Minshew, went down, which, I mean, this, this thing just feels like it's so snake bit. It's just unbelievable. Another offensive line injury. Um, and, uh, and yeah, uh, NC State comes away with the victory. Florida State, six and a half yards of play, NC State 5.4. Uh, Florida State 445 yards, NC State 417, of course, a little bit of that in garbage time at the end. Uh, Florida State, on the one hand, I, I thought they were much better with the penalties, and I look at the stats, and it doesn't say that at all. And and so I'm looking back at them, and I, they had they had some man, they got to they got to focus this aggression on, on on defense. They they had several you know late hit type penalties. They also got screwed on a couple. Not going to lie here. I, I mean, I don't think that the penalties changed the game in terms of, of win or loss. Uh, but but I absolutely think that the penalties had a, a decent bit to do with the margin in this game. I and mean, that one on Stanford Samuels, that definitely changed the scope of the game. And unfortunately, it was just complete bull. Not a good penalty, not not an accurately called penalty, and a huge pass interference. They had, they had several of those today. And then several that were probably acceptable to, to obviously correct. Um, Florida State got hit for holding a lot. NC State, I don't think, had many or any holding calls. Uh, Twelve consecutive penalties on Florida State today. And, uh, and look, I'm not saying Florida State didn't deserve to be penalized. I think they did in several of those instances. But it's hard for me to believe that, that you rip off that many penalties in a row by one team and the other team plays totally penalty-free. Just, uh, just a little questionable there. Um, I try to start with the biggest storylines of the game. Look, Florida State cannot block. They just can't. They're playing two guards at tackle. They get their ass beat up front, period. It's not just technique. It's mostly physical. They don't have good players up front physically. I mean, go back and watch. You're seeing some of these guys get pancaked in pass pass protection by, by bull rushes. These guys are weak and they're soft. And I don't know that these guys are going to be able to be players on your offensive line, at least not in the spots that they're at that you can count on going forward. You're going to need to recruit through this. Um, so that was you know, kind of the backdrop to it. The running backs, 12 carries for uh, 45 yards. Um, success rate fairly low on that, I believe. Um, Florida State had a lot of explosive plays in this game. 
not much success down to down, which is what happens when you just can't sustain blocks, and they they just can't. And any you know, I we got a couple people emailing us saying that uh, I don't know if it's the broadcast or some radio show saying they can't believe that Florida State's offensive line is is like worse than Syracuse, or you know, how could that be? Well, I watched that Syracuse game against NC State last week. They're a lot worse. A lot worse than Syracuse. I mean, look look at them. I'm sure Syracuse has two players who are actually tackles and not guards, and, and Florida State, they can't say that. And, and I'm not trying to make this thing the same thing every week, but if it is the same thing every week, like if that's the actual story every week, then that's what I'm going to talk about every week. And guess what? These guys still can't block at all. They got physically whipped again. Now, number two point, before I switch to the defense, I thought James Blackman had a hell of a game. He obviously had the turnover where he didn't see the defensive lineman dropping into coverage. That was bad. Uh, And, you know, that's going to happen, I guess, his first start of the year. But uh, but other than that, I thought the ball placement on many of his throws was, was very good, so I was impressed with that. He threw the ball accurately down the field, which was apparently a question uh, that, that the uh, the announcers had. So, you know, not sure uh, not sure where they were thinking that, but I, I thought he, he had some decent deep accuracy last year at times. 29 of 46 for 421 is, is what the official stat sheet has uh, for him. 164 quarterback rating, four touchdowns, one pick. Uh, now, here's the thing. He was sacked five times. He could have been sacked ten times. I mean, uh, he got – once they had Menchie go out of the game, I mean, Ar- Ar- Arnold and uh, and Williams were, were just – gosh, they were just smoked. That was bad. Uh, just pressure up the gut, pressure around the edges like normal. And, and yet he still managed to throw for, for 421, uh, stood in there, took shots, made some good passes, and he avoided a lot of sacks with mobility. Rolled out some, um, got out of the pocket some, and took off and got six, seven yards down the field at times. And so that was that was pretty impressive um, in a losing effort, obviously. But, uh, you know, he, he had, what, I think three carries for 27, I guess it is. Because he lost 48 yards or 35 yards on, uh, on, on sacks. So um, not, nice job by James today. I would start James the rest of the year. Uh, I think the guys played hard for him. I didn't see anybody quitting on this team, um, unlike last week. And we, you know, we did see guys come into the game uh, later on. Levante Taylor uh, didn't play at all, I, maybe because of injury. I'm not entirely sure on that. I'm guessing so. Uh, but he wasn't at practice this week for the most part, so we, we didn't really expect uh, expect there to, to expect him to play. Um, and, and I, I would just start James cause I think you need more, more games to evaluate James to see what you have next year, because I don't think you really want to go into next year, um, not knowing what he can do in your offense. I mean, granted, it's a very neutered offense with the fact that you can't block anybody up front. I mean, you're just, they made a 6.5 yards play today in a pretty Herculean effort for not being able to block. And a lot of that was deep shots to Tamari and Terry who made great adjustments on the ball. Uh, very, very pleased with that. And, and uh, you know, I, I like when, when Blackman's in there because he's throwing to some guys who are going to actually be on the team next year, right? I mean, Naquan Murray had six targets, two catches, 35 yards. Matthews and Terry had 20 combined targets. McKitty had six targets. Cam Akers had six targets. Nice to see Cam catching the ball out of the backfield. Um, so, overall, you know, a, a decent day for the offense considering what they have personnel-wise. 
um, and just, you know, kind of, I think they threw it better than, than I thought they would, and they ran at the bat like they thought they would, which is to say terribly. And uh, that's, that's kind of how that went. Uh, before I get to the defense, I, I think we should mention our sponsors. Um, Louisiana Hot Sauce, the best hot sauce you can use out there. Three simple ingredients, one great product. Mattis Social and the For the Table Restaurant Group, including Township, Central, and Soto, and Madison Social Catering. Great sponsor for us. They've, they've been there uh, throughout the podcast history and, uh, and a great spot to go. Man, and what what nice weather we've had this week. I mean, seriously, that that is... Uh, that's a great spot to go hit up their, their patio and, and enjoy the great, great food and, and the great scenery there in Tallahassee and also resolution home loans. Now's a great time to get a home loan, isolate those prices at the end of the year, call 844-FSU-LOAN. That's 844-FSU-LOAN or go, go to fsuhomeloans.com. That's fsuhomeloans.com. All right, now for uh, the defense. I'm just going over my notes here that I take during the game. Um, okay, so NC State came out and ran the ball uh, a lot better than I thought they would do. That's one thing I was very wrong about. I thought they would throw the ball well, and they did. They threw it, I mean, 21 of 27 for 240, three touchdowns, no picks, 189 quarterback rating. Finley's really good. Um, and look, whenever they needed to throw it, they did. Florida State did not sack Ryan Finley. That's something we identified that they would not do that they would not be able to do much because he gets rid of the ball so quickly. Uh, but I was I would credit NC State today for how well they did um, running the football. They ran at Brian Burns a lot, and they took advantage of Florida State's linebackers. Look, you know, Djax clearly isn't 100, percent and the rest of FSU's linebackers, well. There's a reason we were told there were guys on the last staff who called that group the speed bumps. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're we're in game what eight now? This was game eight. Everybody knows what this d- defense's weaknesses are. You're playing, tr- you know, several true freshmen in the secondary. I think they have a very bright future with, with Asante Samuel Jr. and AJ Lighton, uh, and also Jaden Woodby. You know, you got a lot of youth and, ex- and experience on the back end, and uh, and you just don't have much talent at your linebacker spots. And those guys got picked on repeatedly. I mean, they they don't they don't fit gaps, they don't take on blocks, and even when they do, they just get crushed. Man, these guys are are weak. You know, and look, it's not to Kalen Brooks's fault that he's in the starting lineup. All right, I'm not saying he can't ever be a good player at Florida State. Maybe he can, but I will say, like, this is. That's a reflection of the rest of Florida State's linebacking roster. And by now, Florida State has tried to hide it, tried to hide it, tried to hide it. And, and now they just can't, man. Everybody, everybody knows what's going on there. They've, they've identified it. And this is what teams are going to attack for the rest of the year. And, uh, and you just got to hope that you know, Emmett Rice or um, Amari Gaynor or somebody can, can get in there and be a compliment to, to Jackson next year because this is – Whew, these linebackers are are uh, they're they're a little depressing, um, so that's not good. What else? Uh, Florida State. Okay, they tried to they, they tried to move Brian Burns around, and because NC State's you know, predominantly a left-handed running team, that was uh, that did not work very well. They they ended up uh, they ended up going more right-handed and running right at him again, finding him. Um, yeah, I thought the God. NC State got some breaks in this game, and again, not that they didn't deserve to win, but you know, I took it. I took NC State 
um, in my picks column on SBNation.com. And I've been having a great year with that. And, and I got to tell you, I feel a little bit lucky to have got this cover as easily as I did. I mean, NC State kept, you know, catching that tip ball that Brian Burns picked up for the first down. Uh, you know, Patrick, like, again, with the fumbles, you know, just Patrick crumbling there. That was that was really big, and then it, it goes right to NC State. Uh, you know, I liked some of the de- adjustments FSU made on defense, and yet it wasn't nearly enough. They, they put Stanford Samuels out on Kelvin Harmon. That was something that people had identified against Clemson that, that they wanted them to do more against T. Higgins. And uh, in this game, they did it, and it worked a decent bit, although he got called for that BS foul, uh, the, the, you know, the, the non-pass interference, pass interference. And uh, what else? I thought the announcers were idiots. I mean, seriously, like I'm, my mentions are going to be so annoying because there's so many people in the fan base just kind of parrot what the announcers say. Uh, I thought this team had like good energy and good effort and good fight. Like they weren't lacking want to tonight, which is encouraging. And maybe that's a reflection of, of Blackman playing as opposed to, you know, DeAndre who skipped out on him last year on senior day. You know, remember, that was kind of a, a thing that I think a lot of guys still remember. Um, they, they need to do a better job harnessing their emotions on defense. I think I might have already said that. I'm just going down the list here of, of things I need to clear. Um, you know, the personal foul penalties, that, that, that can't happen. I don't think they had any alignment penalties today, which was encouraging. They had several last week, so they, they worked on that in practice, got that fixed. The false starts are really annoying, and, and I – it's guys just trying to get an early jump, I think, because they know that that they're you know if they don't they're they're kind of sh- they're kind of smoked. Um, and I love going for it, by the way. That is absolutely the right call, and that is a very encouraging sign. Willie Tacker could have punted that ball, and he could have tried to play to keep this game less of a blowout. But that's not the point. The point is to win the game. And I admire that. I, I that was absolutely the right call, and and you know, we can show you the math on it if you want. Yes, Florida State's offense is not very good, but fourth and one from your own thirty-four, yeah, that's a go. Now look, a lot of coaches punt that, and a lot of them are wrong, and and we've seen it increase a lot in terms of percentage of going for that, and it'll keep increasing a lot, like bunting in baseball. I was very encouraged to see that. That that is now I didn't like the punt from from the own twenty-nine, but. You know, at some point, maybe you are managing the game to, to not get blown out um, somewhat. But uh, I love that. I understand why they called the play that they did. They're not getting any eye formation. They don't use the eye formation. There's a ton of teams that are good in short yardage out of the shotgun. Now, why did they call a slow developing play? Well, to me, this is easy. Because they have to trick people. They could call a, a, a quick hitting play up the middle with a line that doesn't get any movement and oftentimes gets moved back, they're trying to use that window dressing and eye candy with the receiver jet motion in order to, hello, in order to get some linebackers out of position, maybe give you a better blocking angle in order to cause some hesitation from the offensive line. I totally get why you would call that. Now, the other thing you could do is call a pass there, which it's fourth and like, like less than a yard. So I'm sure people would say, why don't you just run the ball there? But I, the most important thing there is not the play call. It's the decision to go for it. And it was absolutely the right one. That's something that Florida State fans have to be extremely excited about. And uh, and we'll see what happens. 
in the next couple games. I'll be back with you uh, on uh, Tuesday morning after we record our Monday evening show. And very much appreciate y'all listening and, uh, and take care.